Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is June 18th, 2021, and this is broadcast number three of our show. I'm now officially on summer vacation for about 10 minutes until summer school starts. I never thought of myself as someone who would teach summer school. Way too many hobbies for that. But I also like being a teacher. And this year I felt as though my students, every student in the world really, got, got cheated. No one's fault, this is a fact. One of the most, uh, probably the most disappointing aspect from a professional standpoint to come of COVID this past year is that I worked just as hard, spent as much if not more time and put in as much or more effort than I had in previous years. And despite that, I think my students got a lesser product. Basically the same amount of money for something that wasn't as good. There was a dead weight loss in there, if we're gonna look at this scientifically. Trying to make up for it this summer. And I'm so thankful now we're getting back to business as usual. My business? Being a teacher. And that's what this episode's all about. It comes up every so often that I reconnect with someone I haven't seen in years who knew me when and probably knows my family. They ask what I do for a living. I say, I'm a teacher. And the joke I add is, I went into the family business. You see, both of my parents were school teachers. My mother's father also was a school teacher, making me third generation in the ed biz. Seemed a logical choice. But nobody wants to do what their parents do for a living, right? Especially when you're young, rebel against your parents. That's the name of the game. But try as you might, every girl eventually becomes her mom and every guy eventually becomes his dad. Uh, over the past 20 years, I've just become more and more my dad and being a secondary public school teacher was just one of the phases in that transformation. I mentioned last week that both of my parents became teachers right out of college. My route was a little more circuitous, more on that later. My mother, quite simply, never wanted to do anything other than be a school teacher, just like her dad. And she was a school teacher from the time she was 21. My father did not come from a family of teachers and had no interest in becoming one. He was going to be a psychologist. But the psych major graduated from college in 1967. There was only one place he was going to get a job doing psychology, and that was this place called Vietnam. Teacher, however, was a draft-exempt occupation. He chose English teacher at Windsor High School in upstate New York, over the more perilous position of Saigon psychologist. If you wonder how much commitment someone has to a job he took just to get out of another job, he was still at the school in 2005. My father passed away about a year after this, and whether related or not, I soon found myself looking at his profession as one for me as well. My first teaching job was at Broom Community College in 2008. I was hired as an adjunct instructor in the social sciences department. At the time, I was doing the TV show and the newspaper, playing in bands and prolonging adolescence as best I could. Honestly, I'd wanted to be a college professor for years. 
basically that's what Politics After Dark was, me doing poli-sci lectures. This is what attracted me to the profession in the first place, the performance aspect. I subsequently discovered that's about 3% of the job, more on that later, but that's beside the point. I did enjoy the few semesters I taught at Broom. I would have kept it up forever, but the problem was that adulthood was sneaking up on me. I was getting married and thinking about like having a family of my own. My two classes met during the day, and that sort of prevented me from getting a regular job. Teaching two afternoons a week doesn't pay the bills. So I put in more time playing music and at the restaurant where I worked part-time and prepared for moving south away from my hometown. My wife and I chose Northern Virginia because it was near her parents and because I was going to pursue a graduate degree at George Mason University, which I never did. And both of her parents ended up moving away, uh, but her mom and stepdad didn't move too far. When we arrived here, I started teaching at a private college in Arlington, Westwood College. They had a campus in Annandale as well, and I eventually taught at both locations. That was 2012 to 2015. Same as I did before, introductory level political science and a few history courses too. The good thing there was they had classes staggered year round. It wasn't just fall and spring. So teaching one or two classes a term, I could actually make some money if I kept up all my other side hustles. Most of my students were adults going back to school and all my classes were in the evenings. The goal was still to make this a nine to five operation. As I've been fond of saying for more than a decade now, I used to play gigs so I wouldn't have to work a nine to five job. Now I work a nine to five job so I don't have to play gigs. My transition from part-time college professor to full-time middle school math teacher, let's just say it was not direct. One day in the spring of 2013, I was driving through my new neighborhood where my wife and I had just bought a house and I saw a sign outside a community center of sorts reading instructors wanted. I thought, I'm an instructor, maybe they'd want me. I'd never been inside the Sterling Community Center before, but I figured I'd stop in and inquire about the ad. I explained to the person at the front desk that I'd taught college courses part-time for the past five years and wanted to hear about, more about this instructors wanted. She said they were always looking for instructors, for their summer camps, for kids. Oh, I tried not to look disappointed. Well, put me on the list, I said. I really had no intention of going through with it, but I didn't want to seem rude. But summer rolled around and I needed daytime money and I figured, what the heck. So summer of 2013, I started my career as a summer camp counselor. Science camp. Think like Bill Nye or Mr. Wizard. If either of those guys was incompetent and had no experience working with children. That summer was kind of rough, but I did make it to the end. And when the camps were over, I stayed on at the community center and did their occasional after-school and weekend programming. Even got to work the front desk a bit. Facilities manager, they called it. Classic government job description right there. The next summer I was back, ready to do it again. By this time, I did have experience working with children. 
not just from the camps, but from my own house. My son had been born at the beginning of March, and by June we had started him at an infant daycare. It was right next door to the community center. Every morning I would drop my son off, walk next door, watch some other people's kids, then go back at the end of the day and start watching my own kid again. That's actually been the routine every day of my life for the past seven and a half years. Watch my own kid, watch other people's kids, watch my own kid, watch TV, go to bed. Sometimes record a podcast. At the end of that summer, I was discussing jobs with my fellow camp counselors. Like, what did they do the other nine months of the year? Turns out many of them were employed as substitute teachers for our local school district. They suggested I apply. Every school district is desperate for substitutes. The hardest part of the job, they said, is putting up with the kids. If you can do it in summer camp, you can do it in a school building. Hmm, I could do it in summer camp. Uh, Honestly, my success rate at the science experiments was about 30%, but we had fun 100% of the time. So I submitted paperwork to be a substitute teacher for Loudoun County Public Schools. And about six months later, I actually started. Again, classic government handling of these things. But being a substitute teacher actually was a job tailor-made for me because I didn't really care where I worked or what I did. Every day, you go to a website, click on a job you want. You can pretty much set your own schedule, as long as you're not too picky. The most difficult part was dealing with traffic in the morning. But I already lived at the eastern edge of the county, so every school for me was against traffic. That was actually a huge advantage. I had my own kid as an alarm clock, so I was up every morning anyway. And since most jobs were just one day, I only had to be pleasant and charming for a few hours at a time. I can be pleasant and charming for one day. Regular teacher didn't leave any plans? No problem. I'll just make something up. Nothing to it. Of the 90 schools in our district, I worked at probably 60 of them. Many just for one day. But it was a not-so-random assignment in 2015 that steered me to my current role. This, This is like a butterfly flapping its wings in the Amazon. It was one of those days that I actually did care where and when I worked because I had an afternoon gig in Leesburg that day. It started at 5 o'clock, and the elementary schools around here let out at 2.30. That wasn't going to work. High schools went until 4, so it had to be a high school in Leesburg. With those parameters, your choices are pretty narrow. You're taking one of the jobs no one else wants. You're in one of the self-contained special ed classrooms. But if you can do it, you're in for a rewarding experience. You're working with really low-functioning students. I did this a lot. And you realize how lucky you are just to be able to go to work and earn a living and talk and feed yourself and do things that some people can't. I ended up working quite regularly at Loudoun County High School in Leesburg after that first day of just needing a gig at a particular place in time. And the people I met there were instrumental in getting me a full-time job as an aide in a special ed classroom. And though I was sort of sad to give it up, I stopped teaching at Westwood College. It was becoming less and less preferable to spend evenings away from my wife and son. It did mean a loss of that revenue stream, so the next step was making more money during the day. Being certified as a K-12 classroom teacher would do that. 
Yeah, teaching college, they'll let anybody do, but to teach five-year-olds or adolescents, you got to be licensed by the government. So in the fall of 2016, I enrolled in a teacher certification course through Shenandoah University. Most states are desperate for certified teachers these days, so they've loosened the requirements for such. If you already have a college degree in something else, you can enroll in a semester program of nights and weekends to get certified. It is arduous and time-consuming, but less so than spending four years in college, like brand new. In the spring of 2017, I was certified to teach middle and high school English and social studies, and I started applying for jobs. A lot. You might hear stories about teacher shortages and such, and what I said before was true, that states are desperate to get teachers certified, but it's actually really hard to get a full-time salaried position, especially if you want to be an English or social studies teacher. Everybody wants to be the social studies teacher. Middle school math? Less popular. It was on one of those uh, one-day assignments at the end of 2017, I got the idea I could be a math teacher. When the plans the teacher had left included a lesson using football stats as a way to teach algebra. This was for me. And that one-day assignment at Sterling Middle School turned into a long-term assignment when a teacher left mid-year. And I soon parlayed that job into my current position at another middle school. That's how these things work. Do I miss teaching political science? Kind of. Do I miss teaching college? Yeah. Honestly, teaching college is more fun. And I admit this to my current students and their parents and my superiors. I prefer teaching college. But teaching middle school pays more. And it should, because it's way harder. A much bigger challenge. And I appreciate a challenge. And I definitely do not miss reading essays. Once you're the math teacher, you can't go back to reading essays. I do still enjoy performing. Uh, but presenting uh, sixth grade math problems to 12-year-olds isn't exactly a college lecture. The job is different. It's not just a show. If I want to do a show, I've got this one. The trick in being a math teacher is presenting uninteresting information in an interesting way. It's kind of like, well, hearing the autobiography of someone who's not famous. Hope you enjoyed today's presentation. Math Musings is presented by Michael O'Connell. For further information or to contact, go to michaelconnelljr.com.